Orange Unicorn Speaks here, shining some light in the dark, speaking for the people, by the people, of the people, because the government forgot about its people. Make sure you tune in on all platforms, regardless of if it's just a simple follow, a share, or a like. Your support is much appreciated. Make sure you look us up on all platforms at Orange Unicorn Speaks with an X. And if you're trying to email me, you can email me at O-R-A-N-G-E-U-N-I-C-O-R-N-S-P-E-A-K-S at gmail.com. Because that's about the only time we just really keep it literal. Okay, peace the world is square. So am I stay in tune to this next episode. Orange Unicorn Speaks here, just shining some light in the dark today. I am at a local farmer's market right out here in southeast Texas in Beaumont off of College Street. And we're going to be doing a couple of interviews, so stay tuned. And we're going to start off with the Beaumont, you said it's the Beaumont Farmer's Market. Okay, and just give us a little insight on what you guys do here, please, and thank you. Okay, so we are a local uh, farmer's market here off of college, and um, we have uh, vegetables, fruits, crafts, um, honey, sometimes we have face painting here, we have yoga, um, and then today actually we have someone who makes furniture and really cool uh, yard signs, so just a variety of items that you typically won't see at, at, you know, at, a, at a market. So it's, it's open to everybody, anybody that sells anything, it's not just strictly food? Correct, it's not strictly food. Okay. That's pretty cool. Well guys, stay tuned. We're about to walk around and figure out what we got here, and I'll see y'all on the flip side. Ciao for now. So here it is, guys. I'm walking around, and my first stop, of course, I see coffee, because y'all know that's just, that's my spot. So we're about to find out what's going on with the Hall Farm and Garden, which is located in Beaumont, Texas. You guys can go ahead and Google them. I'm pretty sure they have shipping and everything. No shipping? We are are on Facebook, but this is our only outlet. Okay. Uh, We do this. This was a hobby uh, that became... Um, a Saturday business for me after I retired. Uh, we primarily sell eggs, but we got into roasting coffee. Uh, I buy beans from small farms through okay. vendors online. And these are coffees that the big coffee companies don't deal with because they're not big enough. Mm. Some of these plantations are as small as five acres. Okay, so it's really so like local. Really. Home. Yeah, and this is coffee that doesn't often find its way to markets like this. Okay. Okay. I roast it on Friday, and then I sell it here on Saturday. You like coffee? I do like coffee. That's that's my my sweet spot, coffee. Came out here to interview and might have to go back to the car for my wallet. It's a little bit warm. That's from Nicaragua. Honey? So... There's no honey. No, I was like, what is honey processed? Because I'm seeing that, like it says, the Panamanian, Costa Rican. This is the... When they pick the coffee bean... How you say this? 
Selva Negra. Oh, no, uh, I was talking about the top one. Nicaraguan. Okay, that's how yeah. we say it. Okay. I didn't want to mispronounce okay. it. Okay. When, when, when you pick the coffee bean, it has a little bit of fruit on it, but not much. They're, and a lot of, they, they dry them out. They either take the fruit off first mm-hmm. by water, mm-hmm. or they just dry it, and then, then they get rid of the fruit. If you, I didn't know coffee had a fruit. Yeah, well, it doesn't have much. That's why they didn't start using coffee until the year 700 or so, mm. because there was no fruit on it. The seeds didn't taste good. You couldn't do much with it. And then finally figured out, hey, if you roast them and you extract it with water, it it's pretty good coffee, stuff. Yeah. But if you leave the fruit on, that's what it'll look like until you break that off. Okay, and I'm so going to get a picture of that, too, before, uh, okay. before we finish. Okay. Um, if you leave the fruit on and you rub it in your hands, mm-hmm. it'll get gooey and sticky. And they like call a that, lotion? No, like, uh, like a honey. A sap? Like oh, honey. okay. So they call that honey. Honey, okay. Right? So when you're ready to roast, the dry or the wet process is going to look like that. And the honey process is going to look more like that. It's going to have discolorations on it. Oh, okay. And it's got another layer of flavor because it it fermented some of the stuff that's in the coffee bean. And so it gives it more flavor. How do you like that coffee? I like this one. Like I said, I might have to go back to the uh, car and go get my wallet because I'm but, a coffee person. And honey process requires a lot more work because they have to rub it every day to keep it from molding and so they don't do their whole crop they don't do a lot of it and it's not available all the time so it's a very specialty coffee uh you you will not see this in the stores and if you don't mind we can uh i can get a picture of you guys with your stand and i'll have i'll post it on my facebook i'm gonna i'm working on my uh business cards you know how that goes money so but i'll leave my information people have asked me oh you should have a a shop i'm like i'm retired this is my retirement this is your hobby this This is is for fun this is for fun it keeps me in coffee i love coffee i love introducing people to specialty coffee uh, and I really believe in helping these farmers reach out and, and be able and to branch out. Yes, sir. You have to understand these small farms they get one harvest a year. They Just do, one? Yeah. yeah. They get one harvest. They usually everybody in the village is working for them. They sell their coffee when it's when it's ready to go. They'll sell their coffee to different buyers, and they usually end up having one big sale of the year. They get one payoff a year, and it keeps that whole village going for the whole year. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, and we're talking. You said, I was like, you were like under five acres. That's very impressive. Well, now some of them are bigger than that. But But you said roughly like around. They can be as small as five acres. Some of them are much larger, but a lot of times there'll be several of the plantations will come together and use one mill to process the beans. And so... And the workers will go, all right, we'll pick for this guy, then we'll go pick for this guy, then we'll pick for this guy. 
so you've got a lot going on with that. But the, the plantations will often be funding for the schools, funding for any kind of sports that are going on. So it's like helping the and, and we're by doing this up in the mountains in these small too. countries where there's not good roads to get up and down. So, you know, it's not like driving around here and, oh, here's a little, here's a little town. Well, yeah, you've got highways and everything. Well, yeah. that, no, they're, they're, these are very isolated places. Well, thank you for speaking with me today. And your name, love? I'm Miles. So we got Mr. Miles here with the Hall Farm and Garden. So make sure y'all look him up. You said you're on Facebook? They are on Facebook. I will be posting a picture on our Instagram. Make sure y'all stay tuned at Orange Unicorn Speaks with an X. Ciao for now. All right, guys. And what would be a farmer's market without some actual veggies? And we got Donna's Farm here selling us some green onions, lettuce, cabbage, beets. So what um, what started, you know the the business as far as like growing the vegetables and or who let me say who started because i uh, see it say donna it's and, a mom okay the farm's my mother it started um we've always had gardens and things like that and there's a full story on our web page about everything that happened but the synopsis is uh my mom got sick in california they were out there visiting relatives and then my dad had to shut his construction business down came back was taking care of her started ramping up the garden was doing that and they started as she got better they started coming to the farmer's market selling excess I was working in Houston at a country club, and I saw the op- business opportunity, and decided to come back and really ramp up the farm uh, since then. So, pretty cool, and like like I said, everything is grown like from you guys. Uh, so we have two farms. Our main farms at Finette, and another friend of mine. We have ownership in his farm south of Houston. Okay. He's a much bigger uh, organic, certified organic farm. It does more wholesaling, so our sweet potatoes and things like that that we don't grow well here mm-hmm. in our swampy soil we get from the big farm down there. It allows us to supply more produce that we can grow to the local community okay and if uh somebody was to want to order from you guys do y'all do shipping no we do not we it would be we have, here we're in at town. the Walmart farmers market on saturdays and then our farm stand at our farm in finette is open thursdays and fridays two to six well if i've already gotten your picture i appreciate you yeah. you know doing a little snippet for my podcast you know i believe in promoting businesses for free because at once upon yeah. a time that's all it was was word of mouth so i'm trying to bring it back you know i'm heard um, across about eight countries um poland switzerland israel the united yeah. states so i just like to spread the word shine a little light in the dark for everybody so yeah um you'll be able to listen to this on spotify or wherever you hear your podcast and we'll be spreading the word for you so great thank you thank you all right you guys i just sat up here and stumbled upon all these knick-knack patty wax to give a dog a bone but no all seriousness we have proverbial clay and I'm looking at it as different pots and bowls and all types of cool little... Oh, I like these little heart... Are these leaves? Like heart little... Trinket little trinket dishes. Okay, yeah, I was like, those are cute. I will be getting a picture um, with you guys if you don't... Uh, well, of you guys in your stand if you don't mind. But for now, just let me know a little bit about your um, business. 
We're right here. Like I said, guys, we are at the Beaumont Farmer's Market right here on College. So any of the interviews you guys hear today is right here local. So make sure y'all come out and support. trained in North and South Carolina and doing this for about four years now and I mostly throw pieces on the potter's wheel and shape them mostly circular some are hand built like little baskets I extrude clay um, to form these so if y'all are ever out here at the Bowman Farmers Market come see me and grab yourself a fun little piece of pottery I have large pieces as well like pie plates or berry bowls strainers or lidded jars so uh, come out and see us. Thank you, thank you. I'm gonna take you guys. In. I like this. It's just it's the the shapes of the the pottery for me. Cause I know I watch I watch uh, videos on TikTok and then like they show them. Okay, so you say you're on Facebook, Instagram. Okie dokie. Yes, sir. Well, if you guys don't mind me taking a picture of you guys with your stand, I greatly appreciate it. It'll be on my Instagram and on my Facebook at Orange and Porn Speaks. I can write it down or put it in your phone for you. All right, guys. We'll chat at the next stop. Okay, guys. We are at our next stop at Botanicals. I see soaps. I see what is this salve stick? What is a salve stick? It's like a natural neosporin. It's a herbal, like a herbal neosporin. That's pretty cool. So, um, what made you guys start doing this? Like, where I know it says herbal and all that extra. So, where do you get your herbs? Do y'all make them yourself? Or? We grow a lot of our herbs, and we, we buy a lot locally, but we grow several of the herbs that we grow we use in our product we even grow the loofah that we grow that we put in the some of our loofah bars over there you can grow a loofah you can everybody thinks it comes from the ocean but they're actually a vine it's, it's like, like a, a zucchini, zucchini. Or a same zucchini. family that's crazy i didn't know that uh-huh that's crazy but we started because we just noticed the they, we have six kids and so when we were bathing our children and you look at what's on the Shampoo uh, bottles yeah. and you're bathing your kids in it. We started thinking there's got to be something better and investigated and did a lot of uh, research on herbs and different things like that. But we didn't live on a farm. We lived in the city. Uh, and so we would barter for goat's milk from a friend that was in the country. And we'd make the soap and trade her for the soap. Oh, that's pretty So it worked cool. out great. And then now we live and have our own farm and our own goats. So. That's what I what I want to bring back is the trading and bartering because at the end of the day, I like anybody that I promote their business, you know, at the end of the day, I'm probably nine times out of ten going to go out that's and right. buy exactly yeah. what you're yeah. selling. So if I have something and we could just swap, that's you always, you know, why Works not? Out. That's crazy. Support each other. You know, I, and I'm loving it. I love uh, the fact that you guys are are also doing that the trading and the bartering you know with your neighbors starting off that's pretty cool um i'm seeing a lot of hand soaps um bath salts dish soaps are you guys um shipping across we or? do our website isn't quite working right now we're updating that but uh if you 
content. They contact me on Facebook or private message. We ship all the time, though. So oh, okay. They'll see a picture of what I post, and they'll say, I need that. <laughs> yes, ship it out to and once again, guys, that's Botanical, B-E-A-U, like beautiful, tanical. And you can find them at Facebook or y'all on Instagram, at Instagram as well. So make sure y'all check them out. I'm going to uh, grab a picture, and that way y'all can see some of the things that they have. Would you like to say anything else? We're at the Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 11. And the second Saturday of each month, we have our farm store open that's on our land. And they can find that on our Facebook you know where that has so we're gonna have that open and we also do all the pottery as well so and oh. goat's milk fudge and every once in a while we'll do goat's milk candles so different things like that so. pretty cool but it's all natural just the way god intended it so. yes ma'am that's what that's what i like to hear that's my favorite word <laughs> <laughs> all right well if y'all don't mind i'll uh get you guys this picture and then like i said it'll be on my uh my instagram and my facebook and then the podcast will be uploaded uh wherever you listen to your podcast thank, thank you. you appreciate it okay guys my next stop is over here at kingdom crumb breads and it says that you guys started in 2022 so just you know give me a little synopsis of what made you want to start doing the breads i guess because i'm seeing sourdough bread sourdough sweets is this a raisin? Oh, cinnamon, cinnamon chip. I've never had that. So it's a cinnamon chip. Uh, it's like a chocolate chip, mm -hmm. but it's flavored like cinnamon, essentially. So it's a really great for French toast, really great for uh, cinnamon toast, essentially. But uh, the reason I got started in sourdough is because of my second-born daughter. Mm -hmm. She was, uh, I noticed she was having breakouts on her face. Was so because of, like, the regular bread? Like from yes, from, like, allergies and stuff. And, uh, but it wasn't a wheat allergy. It was a uh, dairy allergy and a uh, egg allergy. All the other breads have uh, dairy and uh, eggs in them, but sourdough does not. Sourdough is flour, water, and salt. That's all it's in it. Oh, I didn't so know that. That's what got me started in that. That's pretty cool. See, that's that's the businesses I love. As long as it's like family oriented, lovely stories. I love businesses like this. But um, do you do you ship uh, your bread off, or do people need to come to you locally and purchase? Are you on Facebook, Instagram? Okay, so we do not ship, and I don't think Texas even really allows that to happen yet for uh, baked goods to ship to different uh, like states and stuff. They could, I don't know, I'm not sure. Oh, I, would, I didn't know. I thought maybe like I put it in dry ice or something and ship it you off. You may be able to, but from my understanding, I don't know if you can. From, just from Texas, I know a lot of other states you can, but you have to have certain license and certain, you know, requirements to go through all that. You very well could, but I just, I'm not updated on that. And like I said, I've been out for six weeks. You know, I just had a baby. My brain's a little crazy right no now. No worries. <laughs> They can always come right here to the Beaumont Farmer's Market. I see that you're located in Winnie. Yes. So Is this an actual store? No, I don't have a storefront yet. Okay. That's the, the ultimate goal. Okay. I understand. The, Same. Yeah. But I'm at the Beaumont Farmer's Market, and I'm also at the Port Natchez Riverfront Farmer's Market. Okay. So I have a helper. She's out there right now, and she runs that one for me. And then you can always find me on Facebook, which is Kingdom Crumb Breads. And then you can send me messages. Uh, I do pre-orders all during the week. So if you can't make it out on Saturday morning, you know, you want to sleep in. I want to sleep in, too. So I totally I understand. understand that. So um, if you want bread on Wednesday, all you got to do is message me and I can meet up with you. 
Okay. Well, thanks for talking with me. I'm not going to hold you too long because I've got a couple other stops before I, you know, have this full podcast episode. But I know I wanted to stop by because I pass it every time on my way home. And I want to start, you know, bringing my candles, my jewelry and stuff. So I said, well, at least let me go interview some of the people that are already here and see what motivated everybody to start and how everybody basically ended up here. But from what I got from the um, actual Beaumont Farmer's Market um, people, uh, administration, I guess that would be what they're called, from what... um, from what I'm hearing, you know, they gave me a little list of everything, so hopefully I'll be seeing y'all around some, and if you don't mind, I'll get your picture, and I'll post it later on, and I'll tag, you say you have a Facebook? Yes, ma'am. I'm tagging all the businesses on my Facebook, and I'm going to try my hardest to find everybody on Instagram, too, if you got it. All right, I do have Instagram as well. Okay. Okay, guys, my next stop is the Sea Veggie, and y'all know I'm all about the natural, so what do we have over here? I see sea moss, and some drinks. Oh, I like the biscuits. Yeah, so we get some. We got our sea moss from the Caribbean. So we make sea moss gels. We do herbal infusions with ours. We got edelberry and honey, cinnamon and honey. We have soursop and ginger turmeric. Um, all those herbs are great for the body. So now you get, say you get it from uh, the Caribbean. So yeah. So are y'all traveling there? Or no, y'all? we we have a connection there that they harvest it and then they send it to us. Uh, I was like, you lucky dogs, yeah, y'all. Yeah, we, we're looking to possibly <laughs> travel out there and meet them and um, see how everything works. But I, I'm not going to lie, I do like hearing the fact that even if, you know, every you know, because everybody's not able to have it right where they, you know, where they're living. Everybody right. can't have the farm. Everybody can't, right. you know, have the animals and this, that, and the third. So when I hear, you know, other people promoting these smaller businesses as well, I'm like, man, that's, you know, why is it stopping? You know, you don't see a lot of farmers markets or people lose the, um, they they lose the motivation to actually even do it. But, you know, I like to come out and remind people that, hey, it's still out here. There's still different things locally you can get. Because locally owned and locally made is always better, especially for like your allergens and everything. So as far as like um, the sea moss, I know some of the properties, but go ahead and enlighten our listeners uh, some of the properties. Yeah, so it's it's high in vitamins and minerals. It's got your boron, potassium, calcium, magnesium, zinc, high in uh, iodine, so it's great for thyroid health. It's got your omega threes, great for overall gut health. There's many benefits to it. It's helped people with arthritis. It's helped people with um, just overall gut issues. And how long have y'all been doing this? Uh, two years now. So. Almost like me and my podcast. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah, hey. But um, if you guys don't mind, I'll get a picture. I'm tagging everybody's Instagram and Facebook if you guys have it. And it'll be up later on my podcast, literally like when I leave from here. We're going to just press publish. We're just rough, raw editing. It's just, if you're here, you know. If you don't know, you come find out. Good deal. That sounds good to me. Well, thank you so much. Okay, guys, we're going to see how long we're going to last with this 6%. But we're right here with Lone Star Sustainable Farms. So uh, I'm going to grab a little card. So tell me a little bit about your business. What, What do you do? 
So my name's Tommy and my son and I, Caleb, we run the Lone Star Sustainable Farm. We're in Warren and we raise pastured pork and chicken. So they're moved every day or two days, whatever. Uh, so they're always on fresh ground, fresh air. The feed that we supplement them with is non-soy. So there's no antibiotics, no hormones, uh, no soy, corn in the feed, and we don't vaccinate any of our animals. So it's so all it's natural, natural, natural pasture raised. So we've been doing this since 2017. Uh, so we. Say you're located in Warren. In Warren. Mm -hmm. uh, so do you have a shop out there as well, or can they come to the farm? They can. Or? We don't really have a shop, but some people will come out and pick up from us. So we just make arrangements and say, hey, I need to come this day, this time, and we can meet them there, and it's not, no problem. Okay, and you're on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh huh. Sure oh, am. You do. You yep. And Caleb is just Caleb is good about putting little videos. In fact, he just had a pig that had some babies, and he showed the. Birth of the baby pig. Looking to get the TikTok. I think he has TikTok. Yeah, I yeah. think he does have TikTok. Yeah. We're gonna have to so. look y'all up. Yeah. And so. once again, guys, that's the Lone Star Sustainable Farm. If you like it natural, this is where a hey, all. I'm just finding all types of natural things today. I'm loving it. We're just gonna continue to spread some light in the dark. Make sure y'all check them out. And if you don't mind, I'll get a picture from you and I'll post it on our webs, on my Facebook and Instagram later. Thank you. All right. Y'all, I found the sweets and the sugars. <laughs> but we are here with Unforgettable Custom Creations. You can look them up on Facebook. Facebook. You have an Instagram. I do. I, no worries, love, because that's how I am with mine, too. I do more on my Facebook than Instagram. Got to remember I got it. So what, uh, what started the business off? Honestly, it was the mister. He always wanted something sweet. And it just kind of stemmed from there. And then I started baking like cakes for family members. And they were like, oh, these are so good. You should start selling it. And then it just kind of grew from there. And I really so do you have a shop? Or no, is it mostly like here and then selling online? Um, yeah, we do, um, we do local events as well. Um, I'm a home baker. I bake every day. We take orders all week. Um, so, but we're looking in the future of having a, a shop. But for right now, we are we're here every Saturday. And like I said, we do okay, we do a lot of events around town. Well, if you guys don't mind, I'll get a picture of you, and then I'll go ahead and, um, like I said, promoting uh, promote your business, and you'll be able to hear yourself along with the other you know marketers out here uh wherever you listen to your podcast later on once okay. i upload it okay all right thank you okay guys i had to go to the house get my portable charger because why be a podcaster if i can't get everybody so now i'm with outdoor and more furniture outdoor furniture and more sorry um, you can look them up on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, yes. And do you have a website? No, just Facebook and Instagram. Okay, so go ahead and tell me a little bit about your business. I'm seeing these lovely little picket signs. I like them. I like these Mardi Gras ones. We, uh, we do, for, these are our, this Mardi Gras and Valentine's stuff. We do a lot of yard art and any kind of wood art. And then we also have furniture. That's our main thing is furniture. So come over this way and I'll show you this one. 
custom-built furniture. Oh, um, it also has a little cup holder. Yes, this, so is cool. our, this is one of our best sellers. It's our double rocker, and it's three seventy-five. Um, That's not bad. Yeah. That's cheaper than what you'll find at like we, Home Depot. We, bra and stuff. we brace everything. We use stainless steel screws, galvanized bolts, treated yellow pine, and it's super strong. And these are our swings. Um, a couple of different things we do. We put our hooks on the bottom to where it sustains and holds the whole weight, oh, and then okay. it doesn't get your elbow. The top. Yeah, yeah, your elbow's not messed up. And uh, yeah, these are and they're braced again, so super strong. Our eye hooks hold 1,200 pounds each. Supposed to be a lot of people in there. Yeah. Um, and we have, all, we have three other kinds of rockers. We have tables. Anything you can find, anything you can build, we can we build it. Okay. So, yeah. And, and I already got your picture. And like I said, I will be posting this. Thank you. I just, I, I was like, I stay right here. I need to go get my portable yes. charger and let's go ahead and get everybody in the podcast. Yes. yes. Might as well. That's um, perfect. Thank thanks you so again. much. What's your name? I am Orange Unicorn Speaks on the podcast. Orange Unicorn Speaks. Yes, That's cool. What's your real name? Orange. Nasha. 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 Nice to meet you, Nasha. Nice to meet you. Orange Unicorn Speaks. Yes, ma'am. With an X because there's Where no can filter. I find you? Everywhere. Just Google me. Okie dokie, guys. I am still looking and snooping and being up in everybody's business. And the next business we are supporting and looking into is the Liberty Acres Farm. And I was sitting here looking at, you know, the little paintings, the seasonings. I want to say those are jellies over there. Um, but what really caught my eye is they have a sign that says Ability Central Works. And underneath it says um, they have certain items here that are made by team members with disabilities. So if you don't mind starting off with that, that kind of sure. caught my eye. And then, you know, let me know how you got started in your business. Sure. There's a lady that's a good friend of mine in my Sunday school class that actually owns that business. Okay. And she gives uh, people with disabilities over the age of 18 a place to go during the day. It's oh, sort of cool. like an adult daycare. And then they make things um, and sell them to the community in order to support the, you know, the, the, the business. Something productive to do. Also. Yeah. Instead so we've of actually, you know, yeah, just instead of doing nothing. nothing. So yeah. um, they make dog treats that are organic, and that is the main thing that they sell. And they have pumpkin, peanut butter, and basically whole wheat that they form and dehydrate and cook. And that's what I've been representing that's for them right cool. now. Yeah. And, and so, and it kind of connects to my heart because the reason why we started this business is because I have a son with disability, oh, and okay. he he likes chickens. So we we started with five chickens, and now we have about seventy. But oh, wow. uh, he is not here today. But normally he's out here uh, shaking and jiving and selling his chicken eggs. <laughs> so. I'm gonna have and to make sure I come back. So maybe, I, yeah, yeah, maybe next weekend he'll be here. Yep, he's usually here. But uh, anyway, last night was the Tim Tebow Foundation uh, Light the Night, and it was in Port Arthur, and it's an event for people with disability. And he was up all night long with that, so he's very tired. Oh, he's today. tired. He is well out. <laughs> yeah. Ready so, for a nap. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's how we got connected with these guys and. 
the art is my dad. My dad is right there, and he's a retired uh, officer in the military, and he just does this for a hobby. So that's cool. So his art out here. And the other things, the jelly actually is, uh, I'm Cajun, and my grandma taught, taught me how to do jellies and jams. And so it's just, That's I actually cool. buy the juice from vendors out here that have farms. What? And um, then I make the different jellies. And then the, the uh, chow chow, a lot of people, I get asked all the time. Chow what the chow? That's like the like puppy chow with the no, no, no. no it's chow chow right at the bottom it's canned chow chow and it's basically a cajun relish it has uh cabbage green tomatoes red and green bell peppers and it's in turmeric with the uh, mustard seed, basically, with okay. uh, apple cider vinegar. It's a it's a Cajun relish that you would. So put, what would you put it? You'd put it on uh, barbecue, hot dogs. You'd put it on a side with your cornbread and your beans. Uh, it's from New Orleans. My grandma taught me how to make it. That's cool. Ago. So it's just kind of unusual things that I like to do that I are from my heritage, you know. And then with so the uh, seasonings. The, the seasonings. I know you say your dad made the painting. Your uh -huh. son started the chicken egg. That's right. Your uh, your church member got the what is it? Dog Ability treats. Works Central Works. And then the seasoning. So who's in charge of the seasoning? I, I am also, but there are I have a garden but not a huge one to sell produce. And so I make whatever we, uh, we whatever we grow, we dehydrate it and grind it and put it in different seasonings. And it's just things that I have perfected over time. And if I don't have the ingredient, I usually buy the non-GMO one, either from another vendor or you usually can find whatever you want out here, uh, depending yeah. on the season. I'm seeing, because <laughs> this is my first time. I always really? pass it on my way home, and I've been wanting to come out here and sell my jewelry, like interview a couple of people that come sure. out and want to know more about the farmer's market. Yeah. That way, you know, I speak of the people, for the people, by the people, because yeah. the government forgot about us, but we're out here and we still matter, you know, right. so our voice needs to be heard too. Right. I, I love promoting, you know, businesses for free because word of mouth goes yeah. a long way. Thank you for that. Appreciate yes, ma'am. And if you don't mind, I'll get a picture and yeah, everything sure. and Absolutely. I'll be going to my next table. Okay, Thank you. Guys, I haven't even made the full circle and people are selling out. Y'all got to get here early. Y'all got to put in your orders. Our next table is Black Creek Microgreens and they're grown locally using organic practices. So what are some of these organic practices that you guys um, use when you're planting your crops and everything? So we only buy organic seeds from True Leaf Market and uh, all our soil, we use a happy frog soil, which is, is not OMRI listed, but as far as if you go on organicgrower.com, most people use this is uh, primarily organic. Uh, I don't know why they're not listed yet, to be honest. But as far because as, the things that are better for you, they don't want you to know. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it may, it may cost them to, to do that. But a lot of their products are on listen. But um, we use you know food-grade hydrogen peroxide to sanitize everything. So 
Everything's grown indoors on racks. All our soul, our soul is never reused. It's always new, fresh soul. Um, so we can't grow year round because okay. we're doing indoor growing. Uh, we sell five varieties. We got pea, radish, broccoli. Um, we have a sunflower and a mix, which has broccoli, kale, arugula, kohlrabi, and cabbage in it. Oh, that's That's cool. a really good mix. That sounds good. And like with these, so do y'all also resell some of the seeds? Like if somebody wanted to grow their own, or do you sell them already, you know, grown? So it's all, we don't resell seeds or anything. So everything that we have is packaged and ready to eat. Okay. Uh, they're all weighed out at two ounces. We sell them for $5 a piece with a discount of 10% for four or more. Okay, that's pretty cool. If you don't mind, I'll get your picture. And like I said, I will tag you on uh, Facebook and Instagram if you guys have the page up. And just spreading some some local wording of the Southeast Triangle. So. Thank you so much. Thank you. Guys, my next one is actually a dad and son company. It's a dual partnership, two different names, literally same farm but different ideas and I thought that was pretty cool so we got the fields of life um which is different I'm seeing transplants eggs you know produce and stuff like this and then there's something else here that says painted angels farm and I'm seeing a lot of goat's milk soap and I'm not gonna lie they're smelling amazing so um as far as everything how did you get started with um your business the fields of life Right. I retired as a, as a specialty welder, and then I jumped right into produce, not knowing a whole lot about it. And I went from about half acre to an acre, and now we're at six and a half acres annually planted. And Dad joined in with the greenhouses as well, and he runs commercial greenhouses, I run commercial food crops. Oh, okay. And then, so everything that um, that's used to make the soap, he gets it off the farm as well? Yeah, so they started with goats, and that's originally, we milked goats. When I was a teenager 15 years ago, and that's, they had to do something with all the excess milk, and so they started turning it into soap. Okay. So, well, that's pretty cool. Um, I uh, are both businesses found on Facebook, Instagram, and all that. Okay. No worries. Uh, I will tag you guys once I upload my episode. And I will be promoting your business. So if you get some new clientele, you know, hey, we're spreading, shining some light in the dark and we're spreading the word. So guys, stay tuned. I got a couple more spots that I'm going to go to and then we're going to, you know, we're going to see each other on the flip side. So keep listening. Okay, guys, our next stop is right here at Bobby B's Honey. And, you know, I'm seeing all types of sizes. And I'm really liking these jars. These are really pretty. But uh, what what got you into bee? Do you beekeep? Is it beekeeping that you do? And then yes. from there, yes. you just get your own honey? Yes. yes. Okay, so how did you get started with that? Uh, I actually wanted some bees to pollinate my house, my, my farm, I mean, my mm-hmm. garden. And uh, uh, I, I went from there to having bees and making honey and here i am you, know? you don't you ever get stung oh yeah you're gonna get stung <laughs> oh yeah man i know i watch beekeepers on tv like all the time it just fascinates me i'm like they don't feel the stings or do, do y'all just not care or, 
so um, when you actually do your honey, is it a specific like processing you do, or you just scrape them up? What was the word you said? Oh, is it a certain process you do in order to get the honey out of the hive, or you just kind of yeah. scrape it and go? Well, you have to take the, the frames and you have to un uncap them, take the cap off that seals them, mm -hmm. and then you put it uh, you put it in a slinger and it slings around and it throws the honey out of the out of the deal and then it drains off and into your buckets. Oh, that's cool! And then, I didn't then know out that. Out of the bucket, you put it in your jar. I did not know that. And uh, where is your farm located? I'm in Barter. In Barter? Okay. Another locally owned business, guys. Make sure y'all check out Mr. Bobby's Bees Honey and look him up. He is here. Um, are you here every Saturday? Yes, every Saturday at the local Bonus Farmer's Market, 8 to 11. You heard it here first on Orange Unicorn Speak. Stay tuned for our next stop. And tiptoeing, we got this avenue. I'm, I done sat up here and stumbled across this avenue. So we're going to go ahead and, and walk through here and see what's going on. So tell me a little bit about your business, how you got started. I see it's a lot of coffee. Is it coffee? I like yeah. coffee. Yeah, uh, my name's Chad. I'm with the Avenue Coffee and Cafe. Uh, here out here at the uh, Farmer's Market, we're usually here every other Saturday. We do lattes. We do hot coffee. We do iced coffee. Uh, we usually have chai, uh, and then sometimes we'll have like a lotus energy drink. Okay. Um, we like also the have a, like uh, a lotus. You said lotus? Yeah, it's lotus. It is named after the flower, but the okay. energy drink's actually made from coffee. It's, okay. uh, they use the coffee uh, berry because you know coffee is actually. Yeah, a berry. I just learned from uh, the other vendor over there that coffee had a fruit. I did not oh, know yeah, that, and 100%. I love coffee. Yeah, the coffee fruit is where they get the, the energy drink base oh, that we use cool. for the for the Lotus Energy Drinks. And then um, and they've at the shop, like we have limited stuff out here, but at the shop they have a lot more options for that. And where is your shop located? It's on Port Nature's Avenue in Port Nature's. Okay. Hence the avenue. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so, and then uh, as far as like you guys getting started, like what was the motivation behind... Uh, well, the coffee making. I personally, I'm the roaster. Okay. But uh, my owners started it because they literally were like tired of dealing with some of the more. I'm not going to say any names, but the I big understand. chain. I understand. I knew chain who coffees. you were because I was. I felt. I was like. <laughs> yeah, I won't, I'm not going to call them out, but uh, but we, they were tired of all the chain coffee and they wanted to, they wanted a good home coffee that they could for themselves and then also start their own business. So they started that up. They've been going for about four years now out there in Port Natchez. We started cool. doing these farmer's markets. I started doing about two years ago and off and on. And then, um, you know, we, we also cater events and we can do, um, you know, we go to events and try to do this whole cart set, set up. So um, as far as your farmer's market um, ventures, how far do y'all go out as far as like, you know, popping up at farmer's markets? I want to say this would probably like the furthest one, like because we do the Port Natchez one too when they do it. I think they're going to start off again in about two weeks, maybe three. Okay. And so then we alternate. We'll do theirs, and then we'll come do the one out here. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for, you know, taking this time out and doing a little snippet from my podcast. Sure. I have your picture. I'm going to be tagging everybody, like I said, on Facebook and Instagram. So, um... And what's your name? Orange Unicorn Speaks. 
Oh, okay. And that's your, and that's your podcast? Too? Yes, sir. All right. And I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to plug, uh, I'm part of the Comedy 409 crew. Mm-hmm. And we do comedy shows, Comedy 409 on Facebook. Definitely check us out. Okay. And uh, we're, right now I'm DJing the shows, but I'm working up to be a comedian along with the other guys. Okay. And so check us out on that as well. Yes, sir. I surely will. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, last but not least, I am stumbled up across this table and not the name being hella good is it really hella good though it really is so what what got you into this what what's what started the goodness uh i used to have a food trailer out here in beaumont called unique Eats. okay and my dad seen me one day mixing my own blends and he was like you're not using snap your mama text joy and i was right. like no i'm using my own blends and from there i was like get off my trailer because he's like right the rail and i was like no <laughs> i don't have time for this Long story short, two weeks later, we had our first product, which is oh, okay. sick, uh, the special blend down there on the end. And from there, we've just been growing and growing. We're out to seven different products at the moment. And also, we have a cookbook available online. So, okay. Most of these blends don't have any extra additives, preservatives, you know, which is a good thing. And we have that no-salt blend, which is the maize blend. And I named that one after my grandmother, you know, dealing with uh, heart complications and stuff like that. So. And the title of the book, guys, is The Ultimate Book of Hella Good Recipes. Boy, I need to I need to figure out if it's really hella good or not. But like I said, y'all, we're out here at this uh, farmers market. How long you been doing this for? Since 2018. 2018. So you know, still growing. We like to promote all businesses, guys. So make sure y'all come out if y'all are in Southeast Texas, or just look them up or uh, Facebook, Instagram. Facebook and Instagram. You can um, hella good signature blends, and it's gonna pop right up. Okay, and do you? Um, what is it do you ship off your products if somebody wanted to order them okay so y'all heard it here we got it available if you need it overseas one more time just in case because the wind probably got it and that's the website guys so y'all heard it here first i'm about to do my little closing and we about to have us a good old time ciao for now I had such a great time. I learned so many things. I met so many cool people today, y'all. Thanks to everybody that took out the time to have a little snippet on my podcast today. Um, Like I said, y'all, my apologies if the volume was messed up. We were raw editioning it, going out there. Um, I'm going to get a mic soon, guys. Just life is happening so my apologies on um the growing process but we all have to grow so it it uh, it's just baby steps well let's just say baby steps right everybody knows if you own a business all the business today uh that i met everybody had a backstory everybody it was something different the motivation was different the drive was different the why you know and to see the the love in the community and the building and the bonds i just i felt like that's what the world could be if we stopped being stingy y'all like there is such thing as slowing down taking your time and learning that trade 
learning what this flower do, learning what this does. And, you know, everybody isn't able to get some of these items. So, yeah, it is cool to go to your local farmers markets and support your local businesses. It is cool to go out and, yeah, it's cool to go out and shop in big city, whatever that you like to shop in. But before those stores, you have to remember it's the same people in your community that's actually making it right here at home. You'll get more uh you'll get bang for your buck. It goes right back into the community and that helps other people do extra stuff that they're trying to do to help other businesses. I heard a lot of people that support other businesses through their businesses. And that's what I'm trying to do, guys. And that's why I always say, you know, speak for you guys, of you guys, because we are the people. No matter where you come from, no matter how you were raised, we got to learn to love one another. They're not going to really listen to us, which is why we got to be rambunctious. But it's okay. Because we all know it's love. As long as we remember. That's all we got to do. So, you know, at least until next time for the next episode. Peace. The world is square. So am I. Ciao for now. And I'll see y'all on the flip side. Thanks for tuning in to the extra extra end of OU Speaks. If you would like to email me, you can at orange unicorn speaks with the K at gmail.com. That's O R A N G E U N I C O R N S P E A K S at gmail.com. Anything else would be orange unicorn speaks with an x because you know we have no filter and we speak of the people by the people for the people because the government forgot about its people and if you would like to send in a snippet please do um the requirements for the snippets go ahead and you know either state your alias or whatever name you want to go by uh, whatever hemisphere you're from, you don't have to necessarily have to say the country, state, or whatever, because, you know, we're all on the same planet, in the same realm, at the same time of the time that you're sending it, right? So, you can just be who you want to be. You don't have to be who you was, just be who you want to be. Everybody has an alter ego, hence Orange Unicorn Speaks with the next. But go ahead and list who you are about you know on this realm where you're from um like i like to say central western hemisphere you know um and then ask your questions speak on how you feel about it and i can i'll do a, a reply to it and we can just do this around the world like come on y'all let's speak by the people of the people for the people because the government forgot about its people and y'all have to realize you know we all are one so let me hear you guys what you, let me, i'm ready let let's go